Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today I have my friend, my brother, crazy person. Is <laughs> <laughs> that wrong? Chris Paulo 13. You know what? So um, years ago, we, we had like the battle thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know where I'm going with this, right? Yes. <laughs> so like, I mean, you... You're, you're rude <laughs> when you're battling. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're like, okay, so you're kind of listening, you're listening and you're finding like, okay, where's the weak spot? Where's the weak spot? Oh, I see that. And that's what you go for. I get it. You want to win, but like, do you always have to be that brutal? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Like if you and I are going into a boxing match. Right. Right. And you hit me hard, what am I gonna get mad? Right. We're, we're in there right. to compete, right? Right. So like I know that the other person's gonna hit me as hard as they can. Mm. So I'm gonna hit them harder. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like and and that goes both ways. Like you can say things to me in the realm of a battle right. that you couldn't say to me outside, outside of it. Right? And I think that's what, so there was this event and I think that's what was missing. And like, why do you think people, some people take it so personal? Like we're just, you know, dissing each other here in this circle and that's what it is. Like, why do you think some people are like, ah, let's take it outside and stuff? Uh, ego, <laughs> ego, right? like, if I, like, as far as I'm concerned, if I make you want to fight me, I win. Right. <laughs> right? Like, right. Like, if I got you so mad <laughs> that you were trying to jump me, then I got, I got in your feelings, bro. I hurt right. you. Right? Right. So that's why, you know, and it's, it sucks losing. It sucks losing um, in anything. Mm. But especially in, like, a battle of the wits. Like, you know, I'm trying to clown you. You're trying to clown me. It's just. <laughs> it's easy to be made feel stupid, but you be made to feel stupid in a rap battle. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, for real. And everybody's there like, oh, <laughs> shit. I think it's a reaction from the crowd that actually gets to the other person. Yeah. Anyway, so... What, what, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That specific night you're talking about, like, one of the guys I was battling, it was a tournament. And one of the guys, like, choked and didn't know what to say, and he mentions something that is, he's like, my grandmother died today, and I'm still here battling you. And I'm like, you shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> and I just did, like, a whole round about his grandmother. <laughs> yeah, it's ignorant as shit. So, so, talking about that, right, like, um, something I haven't actually asked you personally, and, you know, I've kind of just picked up anecdote or seen you talk about on, on your podcast and stuff. Um, it's like your rap in journey, because, like, how did he, you know, how did you get into rap? Rapping, not just listening to it? Yeah, well, I started becoming, like, a real rap fan when I was, like, 12 or 13. Like, that's when I was, like, this is the shit. Like, this is what I love. And uh, I probably wrote my first rap song around the same time. When I was like 13. And it was, uh... <laughs> it was trying to win the affection of a girl. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, like it was some corny kid shit. You know what I mean? And I was like, she liked Lil Wayne. <laughs> so I was like, fucking, I'm trying to be Lil Wayne. <laughs> Still never work. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Apollo F baby. Um, no. But yeah, it never worked. But that's kind of what was my introduction to it. Mm. And then as I started writing, I was like, I'm okay at this. Mm. Like I could be good at this. Mm-hmm. I wasn't good, but I was like, I'm having fun. You know what I mean? I could be this is something I could try out. You mm. know what I mean? And then I started writing songs and Performing like at uh, school events usually, mm-hmm. uh, coffee houses and uh, pep rallies and all that sort of bullshit. Uh, and that's how I got out there. Uh, in those days, I still wasn't great, but I had a lot of energy and charisma. Still do. So thank you. So people were kind of drawn to it, and uh, I remember I had this one teacher in like the eleventh grade, Mr. McDonald. Shout out, Mr. McDonald. He he liked hip hop. He was like one of the football coaches, and he gave me a stack of like thirty CDs. Holy shit! Like Nasilmatic, like Ghostface Killer, Iron Man, like Tribe Called Quest, Gift of Gab, like wow, all sorts of shit. And he gave me a turntable. What? Yeah. Holy shit! And I was like, this is cool. It's like somebody believes in what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and then from there I just kept doing it and I started getting involved with um, iMove with Sobaz and we did uh, the Youth Now radio program on CKDU, shout out to Sobaz, shout out to all the Youth Now alumni, shout out to my brother Glenn Um, and then you know I was on the radio, it was campus radio but I was on the radio, I was still a kid, I was like 14 rapping, I remember the first time I walked in that studio everybody was like who the fuck is this kid, (laughs) like get this kid the fuck out of here, like why are you here, and then I started rapping and people were like okay, okay, (laughs) okay yeah, all right, you can stay, Mm. and I did that for a bit. Shit, just been running it since. Wow, wow. And, and you know, like, when you're writing or... I guess, you know, working on your music, do you have any process at all? Kind of. So one thing I found was when I was younger, I had more of a hunger, you know what I mean? And, and, <laughs> you're and, rhyming uh, and stuff. Yeah, it was, uh, it was easier for me to get inspired mm. or to create, create inspiration. As I got older, start dealing with more business side of things. Excuse me. Um, it sucked a lot of the soul out of it for me. You know what I mean? Right. And I just didn't feel as inspired to write because I was busy trying to get the other stuff off the ground. Mm. And then now I'm at a point where I'm like, it's, it's a job, right? It doesn't matter if you're inspired. You sit down and you start writing. Sometimes... Sometimes it'll hit, sometimes it won't, but the more you write, the more something's gonna hit. Mm. You know what I mean? I, uh, as part of my process, I just smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that was gonna be there somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I like to smoke a bit of weed and maybe drink a beer and just like kind of have that relaxed environment, low lights, you know what I mean? Um, Usually I'll I'll find a beat and then I'll start writing to the beat. Mm. But lately I've actually been writing without the beat 
and then Ooh. finding a beat that I'm like, okay, that'll work. Right. And that itself totally changes the process. Right. Because uh, when you're writing to the beat, you're limited to the beat structure, right? And when you're not writing to the beat, the beat has to suit the structure with which you wrote. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. No, it totally does. Because, like, you know, the, the beat is pretty much like a freaking box. Mm. And you just have to stay within that parameter versus, okay, this is what it is. Let's figure out how to make it. And, you know, um, so you, you got this pile of CDs. Um, do you find that any of those artists influence how you write? Um, and are there any artists now, like, you know, in the late couple of years or whatever that inf that you find stand out to you or inspire you in any way when it comes to your writing? For sure. Um, like, that stack of CDs heavily influenced my taste because it was like, I got it, like, when I first got my driver's license. Mm, oh, so you so pretty like, much So, like, I was just whipping around in right. my car, like... Like, pretty much always Illmatic. Uh, I, again, Iron Man by Ghostface. Like, like when I heard Iron Man by Ghostface, and like, I was like, holy shit, the storytelling on this is crazy. Is like, you know? Mm. Um, Peace, Kiana, what's up with your girlfriend, Wanda? She drives a green Honda with legs like Jane Fonda. And I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I was like, yeah, this is the shit. I, I love this. And, uh, yeah. I and it's, you know it's funny some some things I kind of grew out of taste like I used to like uh, Straight Outta Compton a lot by N.W.A. Mm -hmm. I still fucks with some of it but like it doesn't have the same impact on me as it did when I I was younger you know what I mean I was like I which I thought it was the craziest shit when I was younger I was like what like how can these guys say this <laughs> <laughs> you know how like and because at the time it was really. It wasn't revolutionary music, but it was revolutionary music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was, you know, like fuck the police. I was like, you know. But anyway, anyone... talking of that, what did you think? Did you watch the movie? Yeah. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was good. I thought it was a movie. You know what I mean? Like you got to make that shit exciting. You got to tell the story a little different sometimes. You know. But uh, in terms of like showing, showing their come up and their camaraderie, like, it was super cool. I thought um, the actors did a great job of portraying, like, the characters, like, especially... Uh, Ice Cube's son. Ice Cube's, I mean, he looks just like his dad. Right. Like, it looks like you're watching Young Cube. Right, right, <laughs> like, right, right. No doubt. And uh, I thought it was good. I, I am not a huge fan of rap biopics, though. Yeah. Um, I like the Biggie one, Notorious. Oh, that one was, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. I but I, that one. was also like when I was younger too. Like I remember seeing that and being like, yo, that's, this is cool. I was like, he's Christopher too. You know, it's, oh, it's yeah. destiny. Like yeah. all the great fat rappers <laughs> are named Christopher. Chris Rios, Chris Wallace, like boom, I'm in. <laughs> So <laughs> anyway, and, and any artists now that you fuck with? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Always love Nipsey Hustle. Um I love, you know, Griselda, all of Griselda. Um 
like they're crazy. I think Benny says some of the realest shit ever. Uh, West Side Gun is so fun to listen to. Megs doesn't necessarily agree. She hates the ad libs <laughs> and she hates that I'm always running around the house going. She's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, Mac Homie, Rome Streets, Ransom, uh, you know, Earl Sweatshirt. Mm. You know, obviously the Kendricks and the Coles. Although I haven't listened to Kendrick Lamar's. You've not Last listened to the album. new album? It's actually really good. So here's the thing, here's though. A, sorry. No, go ahead. So, like, my thing with Kendrick, right, is everybody dick rides the shit out of him. No, I don't think so, though. No, they do. And he's, <laughs> he is great. Okay, he is okay. great, right? But what I'm saying is, like, when he drops a project, I give it a couple months till, like, uh, till the hype so, dies okay, down I so I can about. actually listen to it. Fair and enough. see, like, okay, what's good and what's people just being like, oh, my God. Right. So, my, my you know, I've not actually listened to any of his, al- like, you know, album back to, like, I've listened to some. I'll be like, I like this song. I like this song. But this new album. Is, Front to back? Is, is very, very, very good. Yeah? Yeah. Like, the songs, the, like, the storytelling, the lyrics, the beat. Uh, like one of my favorite songs is like this like super dysfunctional relationship. Okay. Like it's so good. It's so good. It's so 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 good. And the thing is like if you've ever been in such a relationship <laughs> It's like why, why are you like exposing me like this? <laughs> People got to understand context. Yes. In art. Yes, yes. Right? Like, I'm not saying certain things to be demeaning. I'm saying certain things to illustrate what the world is actually like to yes. certain people. Yes. Right? Like, yes. You know, like, if I'm writing a racist, like, say I'm writing a movie, right? And I'm writing a character that is a Super racist. racist. It's like, it doesn't... Right? Like, I'm not going to have them being, like, you know? You know yeah. Beating around the bushes, you know? It's, it's the story. So like like one of the songs on his album, he's talking about like his trans uncle. I like, I like the the last line on that song like hits you at the back of the head. Mm. But I like I apparently there's a controversy about this song, but I'm like eh, I don't get it. I don't get why there's a controversy. Anyway, so point is Kendrick Lamar yeah. is is good. He's great. <clears throat> yeah, I mean like I feel like the album with the most replay value by Kendrick was probably the first two, Section 80 and... There's a song, sorry, but there's a song on that... <laughs> it was a costume. <laughs> there's a song on that project called High Power or something. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That song is fucking good. Yeah. That song is so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Man, that whole album's got... Oh, rock. fuck. Like, whoever did that beat of that high power is like a crazy, crazy, crazy sick producer. I remember hearing that. Like, I didn't even know who Kendrick Lamar was, but I, I remember hearing that song. And there's another one that is like Rigamotis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck. I'm like, breathe. <laughs> breathe, motherfucker, breathe. Actually, I like. His outro, too, is crazy. Mm. So, so, I mean, you have all these inspirations. Oh, and like, speaking of, hold on, sorry. Absol just dropped a new album too, and it's good. It's called Herbert. 
which I think is his government name. Oh, okay. I slipped my mind. We were talking about artists I fuck with. So now, like, but there's this thing, and I guess it's kind of dying, but there's this whole... Oh, you know, like the hip hop now is kind of like trash. I mean, it's not. Where, where, what do you think of that? I don't think hip hop now is trash. I think the way we consume hip hop now is trash. And I think that rap fans are trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like that's, that's how I feel about it. Like, I don't know, man. There is a lot of, tr I mean, there was always, bro, if you go back and, like, you listen to the artists from back in the day that were not, like, the the artists, you're going to hear a lot of fucking bullshit. Mm. No matter what, no matter what genre, like, there's always going to be shitty artists. Mm. But now, I think one of the big problems we have is the media perpetuating the the negative artistry, mm -hmm. right? And now more than ever, I mean, hip hop and street culture have always been intertwined um, a great deal. But now it's just like, you have so many big artists getting killed or, or like, Catching Rico cases, like Young Thug catching a Rico case. I was, like, um, I, you know, it's funny you said that because I was uh, going to ask you that about what's your thoughts on people going to jail because of what they said in in, in a song, though. You know, yeah. like I don't understand that. Like how how it's I think it's crazy that you can go to jail for rapping about stuff, whether it's true but or people, not. People don't veil it. They'll say like. My little cousin so and so shot, blah blah blah, fuck the ops. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're saying people's names, dog. But like, right? like if they already have a mountain of evidence supporting uh, that, and then they're like, oh, and plus this. But, but like I mean? it is a song though. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's kind of like you're writing a film, right? Isn't it almost the same thing? Yeah, but you know what? Even in writing a film, a lot of times people's proclivities come out. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying about, what's his name? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, Tarant <laughs> like Tarantino's foot fetish. You know what? Why is there always close ups of feet, motherfucker? Yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> but why are you always trying to do close ups of feet? You know what I'm saying? So, like, like I think, I think. There has to be a differentiation between artistry and real life. Mm. But also, if you're living that life, don't be fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Don't was, be a fucking idiot, man. I, like, why are you talking <laughs> about that shit? I was watching a YouTube video, and this guy was talking about artists that have kind of like, you know, said what they did. And, and, and for some reason, most of them go and kind of talk about, you know, and, DJ Vlad or something. Mm. Like they talk about it on DJ Vlad and then that's kind of and how they, they get arrested. <laughs> like, that's because DJ Vlad is the police. <laughs> 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 like, bro, don't talk about shit until the statute of limitations runs out. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so let's let's come but back also, to Also in saying that yeah. You have to tell an honest story, but right. just be smart about how you do it, right? Mm. It's called uh, metaphors. 
<laughs> so let's come back to the city though um like you know you started your rap journey years ago mm-hmm. and you're still doing now what are things you've noticed like changes positive or negative um like just in the game in general yeah in general all right um so one thing I think is a blessing and a curse is the internet and social media. Mm. Uh, we don't have to rely on labels the way we used to as artists to get our name out there, uh, promote ourselves, find ways to make money. I think the downside of that is there's too many cooks in the kitchen. You know what I mean? There's a lot of whack-ass artists out there. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. I mean, some of them are doing fantastic, so obviously somebody fucks with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think too many cooks in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Everybody and their mother's a rapper now. You know what I mean? I don't know. Rap is for everybody. But on the same time, see, I'm contradicting myself back and forth here because I have so many mixed emotions about this. Mm-hmm. On the other side, hip-hop is for everybody, and it brings people together. But again, I think that the the labels or the media are perpetuating kind of a lot of the worst parts of hip hop. Mm. And like, I just don't like fucking people acting hard all the time. Because <laughs> they listen to rap and they think they got ops. And it's like, no, your fucking op is the lunch lady at the cafeteria. <laughs> she didn't serve pizza today. Like, man, sit the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's good is we're exposed to so much. But I think a lot of the fun of just like going out to the record store and like looking for a record and then seeing a record with a cool cover that you never heard of the band before and be like, what the fuck's that? And then just copping it because it's like seven bucks and then going home and finding like the coolest shit ever. You know what I mean? Mm. And I was just scrolling and then Spotify tells you what you got to like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like I remember the, one of the my favorite albums I ever got was uh, No More Glory by MJG uh, from Memphis. Mm. One half of 8-Ball and MJG. Yeah. And... Uh, like, I got I got it. It was like, I hadn't listened to them before. And uh, the album cover was just him, like, kneeling in front of the burning Confederate flag. And I was like, cool. <laughs> Check it out. And that shit's a heater from start to finish. Like, wow. if you, especially if you like Southern rap, like, <clears throat> it's, it's jamming. Talking about record, your last project was on a record. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that project itself? Yeah, so my last album, Stunted Growth, came out early 2022. Uh, this year, the last day, today's the last day, year, oh, fuck. today's the last day of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, came out at the start of the year on vinyl through Black Buffalo Records. I love the project, you know what I mean? I'm very proud of the project. I think the project was exactly what I wanted it to be. Um, it's kind of a concept album. Unofficially, it doesn't have like a narr- like a traditional narrative, but uh, it goes from me being kind of like a shithead kid, you know what I mean? Like not giving a fuck, getting drunk and chasing women, 
And then as it progresses, it becomes more serious. Um, talks about some of the, the hardships you endure, living a certain lifestyle, uh, the sacrifices you make on your own life and your own soul. Mm. And then the, the third quarter or the, the third period of the album um, goes into the healing process. Uh, and trying to get better and then you know so the first song's called Stunted Growth that's the title track mm. and then the last song is called Five Year Plan mm. I fucking love that song yeah featuring <laughs> Tachichi shout out to Tachichi it's my OG brother um, you know the album's full of good uh, good features man we got Marv One out of Detroit Ghetto Socks Frantic King Wu's Aquaculture, Ambition, and it's got tons of great production. You know, uh, we got 75 Crates, DJ Uncle Fester. Uh, oh, Maya Kiltron's feature too, my bad. Um, AR, anyways, Glenn, tons of, tons of dope shit. The, the only thing is, I thought by the time I got my album on vinyl, I'd be rich. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> nope. Not the case. But I am very proud, proud of that album. Um, I think it got some love. I think it's the kind of album people aren't going to appreciate for a few years. Mm. But, you know, it's been getting some love around the world. Shout out Mexico. Mexico's been fucking with it. Um, Germany has been fucking with it pretty heavy. Uh, a lot of Europe, a lot of Canada and the U.S., so shout out to that. You know what pissed me off, bro? I actually, Russia loved my fucking music. <laughs> Russia loved my fucking music, man. And they cut off Spotify in Russia because they invaded the Ukraine. I'm like, my, my stream, my listeners. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out of the Ukraine! <laughs> my streams! <laughs> my streams plummeted when Russia got... got <laughs> they nicked Spotify to Russia, man. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I really loved our project. And, you know, you're going on this kind of roller coaster, and, and, and we're just walking into the studio, I was like, hey, congrats, like, you know, your relationship, like, you know, when two artists... Because it's it's kind of like the stereotype. And, you know, people see stereotype as a bad thing, but I don't. Because I think if something becomes a stereotype, it means it's happened so much that it's kind of the truth, right? So, you know, when, like, artists start dating, like, oh, fuck, okay. You yeah. know, whatever. It's, you know, yeah. But you guys, like, stuck it out. And you're like, hey, you shared the news. I'm like, okay, we got to do this here. So, like, you want to share this news? Because, like, yeah. I'm mind blown. Yeah, so for for reference, um, me and another artist, Megs, are together. We've been together for three years, give or take. Mm -hmm. uh, we stuck it out. Right, right. And now we're uh, we're expecting a child uh, in February, in just a couple months, actually. So holy shit! Congrats, man. Thanks, brother. That's a huge game changer, man. It's a huge game changer. Like the baby isn't even born yet, but everything has changed. Like 
the way I got to do everything, like even even music. Like if I'm going to continue to do music, it's got to make sense. Because like the number one priority is baby's got to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so book me for motherfucking shows. <laughs> all right? Do all that shit. Buy my album. Help me feed my baby. Yeah. Help me keep making music. And uh, if you make good music and shit too, let me know. I'll help you out. That's the way it's got to go. Wow. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, before I came up here to shoot this today, I'm like in my robe, drinking tea, putting together the baby's crib. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, yeah, like, it's it's Saturday and I was up before noon. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> So, you know, things so, done change. Like, I went to bed at 11. <laughs> like, um, I, I got to ask, though, when, when you, like, do you remember the first time you heard the news? And how was it for you? I thought, oh, fuck. To <laughs> 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 be honest, I said, like, I have. No. I was excited. I can't lie. I was excited because, to be honest, I always wanted kids. Ooh. I always felt like, uh, even though I was a knucklehead when I was younger, it kind of gives me more lived experience to actually teach a kid what right. to do and do what not, not to do. Yeah. Like, I could actually, da dad can tell you because dad did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But I think the biggest reason I was so concerned was just like, you know, when we found out, it was, it was like around the same time the world is still crumbling. You know, you got wars going on. We're still dealing with COVID. Mm -hmm. Inflation. You know what I mean? Um, illnesses are like at an all time high, like in the post COVID world, both mental and physical illnesses. There's a lot of side effects. Um, it just seemed like a really scary world to bring somebody into. Mm. You know what I mean? But. Um, when has the world ever not been scary? You know what I mean? And I, you know, what I said to Megs, you know, was, you know, everything might be all fucked up, but no matter what happens, we'll deal with it as a family. Mm. That's that. And that's the way it's got to be, right? Shit's going to go sideways. You keep your people close, and whatever the fuck happens, we'll deal with it as a family. Daddy got a shotgun, so it's like... <laughs> Whatever pops off, like, we'll Regardless. deal with it, you know what I mean? Like, wow. we'll deal with it. So that that's kind of <laughs> what reassured me, because, you know what I mean? Like, you never know. Mm. You never know. Like, people must have felt the same way having children when the Industrial Revolution was happening. Mm -hmm. You know? So, whatever it is, it or is. Or the World War, or whatever. The World War, yes. You know what I mean? Man, congrats, you know, thanks for sharing that news. I'm like, holy shit. But at the same time... <laughs> It's gotta be frightening. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Cause it's like, also it's like, a lot of the things I do in my day-to-day -day life, I've been doing them since I was a teenager. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I'm familiar, right? This is a first. Right. So anything you do for the first time, it's scary. Mm -hmm. Like you remember your first time getting laid? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
but, shit. But yeah, so like, it's a first. Mm. But man, I, I kind of look forward to like, bringing a lot of that childhood wonder back into my life. Mm. You know what I mean? Of just being like, yo, let's go exploring. Like, let's go see what we can find today. You know mm. what I mean? Or like, you know, on Christmases and stuff, right? It's like, cause you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm happy getting socks and underwear for real. Right. Right? Some good food, some good clean food, some nice fresh drawers, <laughs> boom. <laughs> and, uh, so now it's like, cool, what am I going to get my kid? Mm. You know what I mean? What's going to put that smile on their face? And yeah, I just think we, we have a lot to teach her. You know what I mean? We're having a girl, by the way. Um, and, you know, she's already been on stage. Oh, yeah, it's true. Cause... She ain't even been born yet. <clears throat> and, like, she's already performed on stage well with her mom. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. So it's like... That's kind of cool. Like, that's a cool story. Like, and I did it six months pregnant. Yeah, bitches. yeah. Like, Meg's won the hopscotch, uh, each one teach one competition. Um, like, six months pregnant. So it's like, baby girl, you're already a champion. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So are you going to, I guess, work on new projects? Or are you going to just let Stone and Grown do its thing for a couple of I think I need to do more with Stunted Growth. Um, not to talk too much about it. I think it was put out in a bit of a hurry. Um, I think there's a lot of good content that it could still be created around it. Mm. Some good visuals and stuff. So I'm going to be working on that. Uh, I am going to be dropping an EP this year, early this year, because I already have all the songs done. Oh, wow. So How many songs is going to be on it? Probably four. What is it going to be called? I don't know yet. <laughs> is that the title? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it, yet. Actually, it might be. <laughs> That's a good album name. I don't know yet. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, fatherhood is on the horizon. You have the EP coming out. Putting in all this work, how do you, like, I guess, find balance in your life? I don't. Right. <laughs> I don't. There's not, I, don't, I don't ever find true equilibrium. Mm -hmm. I think very few of us ever do. For me, it's just the scales constantly tipping. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I'm poor with time management too. I can't lie. <laughs> I am, but for now, honestly, like most of it, like music is down here right now and just getting everything ready for the babies up here. I mean, right? you're building a crib and building stuff. Building a crib, building a change table. I just painted the room. Holy shit. Like, because I don't care. Like, the, I care about myself enough to take care of her. Mm. Outside of that, I'm not worried about me, mm. really, and what I want, which was also hard, right? Because, like... The way I always felt was because I actually never intended on having children. Um, I always thought like the younger artists I put on. We are kids. Yeah, like not to say it like that, especially if any of y'all are listening. Like, not in a weird way, but it's like they're the people I'm looking out for. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're the people I'm looking out for, trying to, you know, give them opportunities or trying to find ways to help us all succeed. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, y'all go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I got a baby, you know what I mean? Right. Like, fresh baby. Couple months, man. Like, that's... Fa it's that's also around the corner. 
Yeah, and like, you know, we got plans. Like, we already sent the deposit to bring an artist down from Detroit. You know what I mean? That's still going to happen, but that's got to get pushed back a bit. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it's like, we sent the first deposit. Boom. Can't say the amount. You know, business. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, half. And then we got to pay the second half. Airfare, hotel, all that. Yeah, right? That's, that's the deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's still cracking, but... We had to move it back a little bit, cause we we were <laughs> the, the show was originally booked for what would now be the due date. <laughs> ah, <laughs> so like, yeah. So I was like, yep. But you know, in a sense, like that's not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe it gives us more time to set it up properly. Mm -hmm. I mean, you never know. God works in mysterious ways. So. Mm. Man, Paul, it's always nice talking to you. But you know the one question I've always wanted to ask you that oh, I've not God. asked yet? Uh, I'm going to end it with that question. What's the story behind the name, man? Polo 1-3. What's like... Polo 13? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> so when I was younger, I used to go buy Apollo. Like when I was like much younger. Mm. Like when I was like... 12, 13, like when I started rapping. I was like, Apollo, I was trying to be cool. The Greek god of music, you know, Apollo. And you know, there's a lot of different musicians with Apollo as part of their name, Apollo Brown, for example. Mm. Um, and then I was like, Apollo just doesn't have that ring to it. So I went with Apollo 13. Oh, like the the thing, like the yep. yeah, the space the space mission. And people say, well, why Apollo thirteen? I'd say, cause they think I'm a crash, but I always come back. Right, right, right. All right, which I still think is cool as shit. They always thought I'm a crash, but I go, I make it back. And then, uh, then I realized like this is terrible for marketing. <laughs> If you put thing. Apollo 13 in Google, like, you get Tom Hanks and space shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that ain't working. But I still love the essence of it. Mm. So really, I just switched the P and the A, and now it's Apollo 13. Mm. And um, also, a lot of times when people were trying to say Apollo, they'd say Apollo. <laughs> right? So yeah. I was like, cool. Um, I'm not Spanish. I'm Lebanese. Um, but people, like, people, because everybody just calls me Paulo. So <laughs> people get, like, mad. They think, they think, uh, like, I'm not giving them my real name. Like, when they find out my real name is Chris, you yeah. know what I mean? They're like, I thought you were Paulo. <laughs> I'm like, no, man, no. That's part of my stage name, Paulo right. 13. But nobody calls me Paulo 13 all the time because it's a mouthful. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Just Paulo. That's, that's the story. No, I've been dying to ask that. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Congrats mm. on the baby. And maybe by the time this is out, the baby will be here. Mm. Man, that's insane. I'll get to watch Holy it with shit. her. Congrats, man. Thanks for coming to the podcast thanks, today. Thank you for having us. Thank you so Next much. Next time, there's going to be a crying baby in the bathroom <laughs> strapped to my chest. <laughs> yeah, no, super. Thanks again, man, for having me. It's always great talking with you. No, it's always awesome talking to you. Yeah. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year.